Welcome to the High Achieving Parents Podcast. I am your host, Severin Nassens, and I invite you to join us as we explore the reality and family experiences of high achieving parents around the globe. Learn from like-minded parents who do believe balance is possible, but not a one-size-fits-all proposition. Stay tuned for conversations about how my guests juggle successful careers in parenthood to make it all work in their own way. Will we find a common thread throughout these interviews? Let's find out. Welcome to the High Achieving Parents podcast. And um, we're here with a very special guest today, a young entrepreneur from Bahrain. Uh, Tariq Bashiri is with me to talk about um, his experience as a very successful professional. He has a construction company, also a restaurant. He's studying uh, sports psychology to set up uh, a new career in that. So there's plenty of things going on. And um, he is married to Aisha and they have a three-year-old young man at the household um, keeping them on their feet. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome, Tariq. I'm so blessed to have you uh, here on the podcast. Thank you very much, Severin, for that introduction, and thank you very much for having me here. Uh, it's a privilege to be here, and I'm really excited to be uh, on this podcast. And I'm excited to have you. Um, we've met through Mr. Grover in the D&D program, and we've been able to spend uh, the last couple of months um, interacting in this mentorship program that has kicked our butts <laughs> pretty much and is keeping us aligned with our mindset professionally. And uh, so this is also something I'd like to bring into this. Um, to get started, how do you um, manage that professional high-achieving mindset that you have and how do you translate that into your household? Uh, well, it's not easy. Um, we do tend to sometimes focus a lot on the, uh, on the professional uh, aspect of our lives and we do sometimes find our households being in a mess, but um, it takes a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of... Um, understanding that you need to get that balance right and you need to focus right so uh, for me i like to plan my days well ahead of time i like mm -hmm. to plan i used to think that time management was what it's all about uh, it turned out it's not that it's mainly managing your focus making sure that when you're at home you're present at home so you switch off everything related to work or everything related to anything else going on in your life and at least for that time that you've put for your family whether it's your wife whether it's your child You're, you're really present there. So that has helped mm -hmm. me a lot. That kind of mindset uh, has helped me a lot. And having being an entrepreneur and working in different kinds of businesses across different industries, I had to do that shift. I had to understand when I'm working on this work, when I'm working on that uh, project. And that constant shifting of focus is basically what I've taken from my uh, work professional career and brought it into my household. And that has definitely helped a lot. Mm -hmm. I understand that also, Aisha, your wife, she's an architect, correct? Uh, she is. She's, uh, she's studying architecture. Uh, she's in the, her last um, semester at the moment, um, working, uh, studying towards a bachelor's degree. So she's just working on her graduation project at the moment. She's joined me at, at the mo uh, like recently in my construction business to give me a, um, an architectural presence in the company because I'm not an architect. I'm not an engineer. Mm -hmm. I just happened to, the construction company happened to just come to me and it's a family business so um it just basically fell into my lap so um 
And for a while, it was overwhelming because I'm not an engineer. I'm a, I, I, my background is in business. My academic background is in business. And my uh, professional experience before that was in banking. So um, managing a construction company was definitely tricky. And it was a nice, le- absolutely. It was a nice learning process. But having her uh, with me definitely is helping a lot. And so she's joined me recently uh, in working uh, in my company and managing my company with me as well. And she is uh, hopefully getting graduated within the end of this course. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, that it sounds like you've you've had it all planned. You have it all planned out. Now, how do you come home to Abdul Karim to your son and leave the business aside, both of you? Because if you're both in the business, it's very easy to bring business home, right? Uh, I see that with my husband. We also share a business. And uh, we've set some really clear boundaries. We've set clear agreements and, and rules, if, if you wish, so that we don't bring our business into bed. We don't bring the business uh, to the dinner table. How do you guys manage that? Well, it's definitely not easy. At, um, especially being an entrepreneur and having your own business, you, you're getting phone calls at all times of the day. Uh, problems are popping up at all the time, at times of the day. So. Uh, one thing that I had to do to make sure that I'm focused on my household when I'm here, I'm focused on spending quality time with my son when I'm at home, was to completely switch off anything that could even remotely get me uh, thinking about work. So um, I switch off my phone. Uh, I have no access to my iPhone at any time while at home, or not at all times, but especially at times when I'm dedicating time to spending with my family. Um, and it's it's basically you need, and I also do this. I need a break between moving from uh, the office to home. So I will not walk straight in and spend time with my son. What I'll do is I'll walk in, take a short break, just take things out of your mind, and make sure that you're settled enough to spend mm-hmm. that quality time. So that me time in the middle, I think that time that I take for myself is very important in making sure that I've switched off my work, especially that it's. Uh, constantly stressful. You're doing your own business. Uh, you're responsible for everything. So you mm-hmm. can't really switch it off. And it was a true struggle for a long time to do that. But um, I'm managing to get the hang of it at the moment. I congratulate you on that because it's it's hard. It's a tough one. We're very, uh, with our phones, we're con- constantly connected to our business. And it's it's very hard to let go sometimes, right? Absolutely. Now, how do you and your wife manage to keep sanity? I mean, I understand leaving the phones aside. Do you do any, do you guys have any specific rituals or activities that you do as a family to maintain your connection? Well, uh, first of all, the, the main reason I'm still saying is having my wife by, by my side. I mean, she's a godson. She, she's an angel. And I don't know how she does it all, but she is definitely the uh, the the one keeping me sane at least uh for a lot of things now uh with me i, I with her it's um, it's more she just picks things as as they go with me i need more of a structured kind of routine so i do have my own routines i do have my own rituals uh, as, as me personally so i like to wake up really early before any distractions could pop up uh, so i'm usually up at 3:30 4 a.m. Just to, first of all, I like to meditate in the morning, just to get my mind in the right place. 
uh, I do get started on some kind of work, especially studying uh, early on before any distractions, uh, distractions sorry, came come to my day. And then the day starts and everything goes crazy. And then once again, I come back home. And uh, something that's very important to me personally is uh, I know my wife would not like that, but I really um, care about my own time, my my space when I'm at home, where I'm resting. So I like to have that at least one hour a day mm-hmm. when I first come back where I'm t- no distractions. I just need to de-stress. I need to unwind. Um, weekends, I like to have a good solid uh, time just for myself, do things that I enjoy. Uh, and then just have those times off to keep me sane again. Um, and then as a family, as a household, we like to... Um, share a lot of time together. We like to talk about things uh, a lot of time together. Uh, at many times, our schedules are not easily aligned with each other. So I'm working at different times. She's working or studying at different times. So, But when we really need to talk, we communicate. We say, okay, we need to talk. We obviously can't talk with a little three-year-old running around the house. So we drop him off at his grandparents or something. And we just go around for a drive. Um, just driving around and talking about things really helps. Um, I'd like to do it more regularly and more uh, ritually, let's say, like at specific times and just keep that as a routine. It's not always easy because of all the uh, other commitments that we've got. But when we really do need that, we'll just mm-hmm. pick up the phone or talk to each other and say, hey, I need to speak. And then the other person will always make that yeah. time for the other um, partner in the relationship. And make the space. That, that, that has definitely helped us work things together and just cooperate with each other and work with each other on everything, really. Mm-hmm. I think it's communication indeed is very important as a, as a, as a team, as a couple, as a family. And uh, the way you're teaching that to your son, I think, is very key so that he knows that there is always, uh, he can always raise his hand in the future whenever he needs to speak to mom or dad and request that time. And also um, what I, I really appreciate from what you're sharing is that you take personal time, you do that self-care, you take your self-care very serious. And I think in anybody who's successful and highly active as you are, I mean, you're studying, you run several businesses, so is your wife, she's working, she's studying, she's running in a household, taking care of your three-year-old. There's a lot of activities going on. And uh, for our sanity, taking that pause, being able to take that moment, that time out, uh, for ourselves is 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 key, and I'm really happy you shared that with us uh, today. And and I'm I'm happy that that is keeping your sanity um, leveled, so that um, things can work out. Now, obviously, parenting is uh, our guest, our another guest, uh, Ray Knightley. She she shared with us once a child comes into your life, everything changes, right? Your schedule changes, your priority change. What has been for you and for Aisha the most difficult part in becoming parents as such high achievers? Well, um, a lot has changed, definitely, especially at the current time, you know, with all the COVID, with with the pandemic, with all the uh, precautions that we're taking. Obviously, we... We need to be there and take care of our son. He, he's the only son that we've got. He doesn't have any direct cousins, so he's the only child of, the, of this age. And um, other distant relatives, it's not easy to get to play with other children at the current time, especially with all the COVID precautions and everything. So um, 
And obviously, he's a child. He needs to play. He needs to communicate. He needs to interact with other people. So um, we need to be there for him. We understand that social need in a child that's a three-year-old that wants to interact. So we need to give him a lot of time and a lot of attention. Um, we can't just drop him off to school. We can't just drop him off to some kids' club or something. We need to be there, and we need to really make the time to spend quality time with him, to share things with him, to to not allow him to feel lonely at this stage of his life. So, um, so a lot has changed. We had to definitely tone down a lot of commitments, especially social commitments. Um, we had to... Um, again, prioritize that kind of time that is for our son. Now, uh, for me personally, for example, I had to make a major shift in kind of how I structure my day just to make sure I get to spend time with him. Now, thankfully, just recently, he started going to preschool again uh, after, you know, the precautions have been um, loosened a little bit. So um, the only real time that I can actually find to spend with him is very early in the morning. So I wake up even earlier than I used to. And then at his time to wake up, uh, that's that's my quality time with him. I wake him up, I, I change him, I get him ready for school, mm-hmm. and then we spend time driving to school. And that is my quality time with him. That would have been, like a couple of years ago, would have been a major distraction to me because once I start working, I like to just take it in one shot. But we have to adapt. Continue. We have to, exactly, we have to be flexible. We have to understand that we do need to give that quality time to our children. and. Um, basically make things work, just plan things ahead of time, uh, see how our schedules are compatible between me and Aisha, my wife, and um, basically just prioritize our son. Uh, he He's the reason why we're working, mm-hmm. and then we sometimes forget the reason and just focus on what we're doing. Uh, so you just have to keep that mindset of understanding where your priorities are. That's It's amazing to, to hear how you focus on on making quality time happen right uh, before you mentioned to me it's not the amount of time it's the quality of the time you spend and i i totally agree with that mm-hmm. um i i think i think of it the same way it's the the time that we can actually spend with them leave all the distractions aside and be present being present as a parent requires an effort and especially nowadays that there's so many distractions going on we have social media we have a pandemic going on and there's a lot of there's a lot of chatter going around going on around us and it, it, this is a global thing so i do think it it affects um the way we operate now how do you maintain a positive mindset how do you maintain your energy high with everything that you do well one thing that aside I'm from thinking, taking sorry. your breaks yeah Uh, And actually, that is the thing. To me, um, one of the things that's also changed my mindset a lot and changed my outlook on on a lot of things and helped me deal with a lot of stress that I was dealing with is, uh, I read this in one of the books that I've been reading about peak performance, uh, and it presented a very simple formula that growth is basically stress plus rest equals growth. And that resonated a lot with me. You cannot grow if you do not rest. Uh, from a physical point of view, from an emotional point of view, from a mental point of view, you need those rests. They help you produce better. They help you maintain a positive outlook. So I've taken a lot from what I've learned from that book and and other resources um, and basically dedicated um, and committed myself to taking enough rests. I used to not sleep enough. 
And that would affect my mindset for the whole day. Like I used to average three to four hours of sleep every night Mm -hmm. and that's it. Uh, I've actually had to make an effort to um, get my, I'm still not getting my eight hours, but at least six hours. I've doubled my time sleeping per night. And that has been extremely helpful. Um, Taking those short breaks, um, the short three, four minutes break every hour, they definitely help the focus. And it's not just focus. It's also that attitude, that mindset of, staying positive because once you get overstressed it naturally you just turn to a negative mindset everything would seem as a a problem not a challenge that you can overcome Uh, so to me to be honest it's rests well-planned rests and effective rests that have helped me maintain that positive outlook it's helped me maintain that focus and um, yeah it's been mainly resting actively and proactively Okay, so would that be your piece of advice? Like if you would have one piece of advice for other high-achieving parents, would that be it? Is there anything else that you would like to add? Uh, Yes, well, that is one thing. You need to uh, plan your focus. Uh, You need to understand that uh, your focus is a limited resource. And if if you don't plan it, you're going to end up losing it. So that's the first thing that I definitely advise. And the second thing is we, again, and we spoke about this earlier, we focus on the number of hours we spend maybe with our families. And this is something that I used to do when I first had my son. Um, But I think one of the beautiful things that I've heard somewhere, unfortunately, I don't remember where I've heard this, is that um, don't count the hours, make the hours count. Or don't count the days, make the days count. And that's absolutely true. That's Mm -hmm. something that I definitely live by now. It doesn't matter if you spend an hour or 10, as long as how much quality did you get in that time. So just merging those two things together, focus and then quality of focus, that's definitely what I, what has been uh, the biggest thing in my life. And that's what I'd advise anyone really, especially raising a young child. Yeah, I really appreciate your, in, appreciate your insights and, and sharing that intimate part of your of your family uh, with us, because behind every successful business owner, there is a family somehow. And uh, I, I think it's an amazing uh, conversation to have. I'm already looking forward to our next session. What was your major takeaway from this one? I'd love to hear from you. Come and share your insights with me on social media at Coach Severine Nassens and visit highachievingparents.com for more information on how you too can find clarity and obtain the tools to find fulfillment in both your professional and family life. Talk to you soon.